A rumored Raptors-Warriors trade has a lot of Toronto fans fired up debating about whether or not it'd be a good move for our team, so I'll break all that down in this video, as well as Jack Armstrong speaking out on people criticizing Scotty Barnes in recent weeks. Additionally, Trey Young may be beefing with the Toronto Raptor, and we have a whole bunch more to cover. So without further ado, let's dive into all this Raptors news. Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here at the Raptors side, just breaking down the latest Toronto Raptors news, and if you guys want to stay up to date with everything surrounding this team, definitely hit subscribe. We're trying to keep growing the channel, so gotta keep asking you guys to hit that sub button, but uh, also, still a little bit congested, so I apologize if I sound weird again on this video here today. We're pushing through. Let's, uh, let's get to the news, and the first thing we're taking a look at is a rumored Raptors-Warriors trade involving Gary Trent Jr. Now, you might be thinking, Ben, you just made a video on this. You discussed the, the reports and rumors coming out. And yes, I discussed about how the Golden State Warriors were interested in potentially trading James Wiseman to the Raptors in a deal for Gary Trent Jr. I also talked about the, the report that I just deemed as false. I think it's fake news. I, I don't see any world where a GM as smart as Masai Jerry would ever, ever contemplate the report that came out, essentially indicating that the Raptors would be willing to give OG and Anobi up to the Golden State Warriors in return for Draymond Green, who is at this point washed. I know he's a four-time champ and all that, but he's not provided near the value OG Ananobi is to this Raptors team. So I don't see why that package would happen. But since I made that video, there's been a lot of people chiming in, making discussions about a rumored trade that has been linked to all these reports, all these rumors, and it's essentially involving... Gary Trent Jr., a specific package that was thrown out by the reporter that broke all this news that has created some very interesting discussions. Now, I'll take a look at it here, and you can basically see it. So, the framework of a Trent Warriors trade proposal. The, tra the framework would uh, look something like uh, what Devaney proposed, Wiseman, and other young assets in exchange for Trent. So, here's an outline of the potential trade that could work for both parties. Gary Trent Jr. to the Golden State Warriors, James Wiseman, Kaminga, Dante DiVincenzo, and a 2028 second round pick. Now, I heard rumblings about this trade when I made that previous video. I think I briefly just named something like that, how I'd gladly accept it. And there was people talking about it. if that was the deal in our comment section last video, they would definitely do this deal. And... That's been led to a lot of debates amongst Raptors, Twitter, Reddit, and all that sort of stuff. And I just wanted to dive into the numbers for all these guys. Because, again, Gary Trent Jr. is a dude that put, has put up, his numbers have been down a bit this season. You know, 16.6 points per game, two rebounds, one and a half assists. His percentages have really fallen off, just 32% uh, from the three-point line, 41% of the field. I think just due to the law of averages, just due to his hot start and then his struggles, right? Gary Trent Jr. is an up-and-down player. I think those numbers are going to improve. But at this point, you know, hypothetical, the trade value is lower. And a lot of people have said, Given Gary Trent's contract situation, he's going to be looking for a lot of money. And we have to keep in mind that we have to pay Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, Scotty Barnes. Now, Fred's his whole own bag of worms, especially following his last couple of outings. But I digress on that point. But we have a lot of guys we'll have to pay. A lot of young dudes that are coming up off the books in the next two to three years. So tying up a lot of revenue into Gary Trent Jr., it might make sense to trade him at this point. But... That's his own whole sort of discussion. So if we were to make a move and the Golden State Warriors were truly interested, Kaminga, Wiseman, even though Wiseman's down the G League at this point, Dante DiVincenzo, we got to dive into the stats to see if that would actually be a nice return. Now, uh, 
the first player we can really take a look at is uh, Jonathan Kaminga because he's a dude that is just oozing with potential. But his stats right now are not too hot, right? Five points per game, two rebounds, 25% from behind the three-point line. But he himself is young. He's very athletic. And when he was drafted in the lottery for, you know, during the Scotty Barnes here, he's only entering his second, he's only in his second season this season on a team that won an NBA championship last year. So he doesn't have a glorified role, even though with the losses of Otto Porter Jr., uh, who ended up coming to our team actually. But people were expecting him to take a step up this season. And his numbers haven't really reflected a huge jump in progress. So, you know, his trade value is going to keep dwindling, I guess, and as and while he doesn't take that jump, but still a dude with remarkable athleticism and in a Raptors development staff could really potentially grow. But uh, the guy that I think would be the, the centerpiece a lot of people look at in terms of uh, the return of this package is James Wiseman, who himself also doesn't have that hot of stats, like seven points per game this season, four rebounds, 2.4 fouls, and not a lot of minutes doesn't shoot threes he's effective from behind the th uh, the field goal like he's pretty efficient around the rim but his performance him and goal uh, and steph curry they haven't really been able to mesh he's long wiring again like jonathan kaminga the intangibles are there in terms of his uh prospects of being a great great player and these two guys fit the scotty barnes the i guess gary would be out on this uh this but the precious that she was the the og Ananobi even timeline in that young core group that we want to build up and, uh, you know, it hurts us, I think, definitely in the short term in terms of being a win-now team. But it does give us that seven-foot center. But Christian Coloco is continuing to improve as the season goes along. So, you know, do we really need that seven-foot center that desperately? Who really knows? But it's interesting. And he doesn't seem that engaged as a rebounder, as a rim protector, even though those natural instincts are there. But just like Gary Trent Jr., when he was brought to our team, he wasn't much of a defender, so maybe we can mold these young players into what we want them to be and their athleticism. But the Golden State Warriors have a strong development staff there as well. So, I don't know. It's tough to gauge the value of those guys. And then, I know a lot of people are high on Dante DiVincenzo. Like, you look at his stats this this season, they aren't too hot. 36% behind the three-point line, which is solid, but five points, two rebounds. But these numbers can uh, have to be taken with a grain of salt. He's recovering from injury, and he hasn't got that much of opportunity. So, again, you look at the box score, you're not getting nearly the return, the the type of player that Gary Trent Jr. is. And for a Raptors team that wants to win now, that wants to take advantage of this Pascal Siakam MVP-like season, Fred VanVleet being an all-star last year, even though he's struggling in recent games, lots of young guys on this team. It, it's hurting our chances win now, but... In the future could really make things happen. So let me know in the comment section below if you guys would like to the Raptors to follow through on a deal like this because it's definitely interesting depending on the trade-offs you're looking for. But the next thing we're taking a look at, the next thing we're discussing is Jack Armstrong speaking out for Scotty Barnes. Now, discuss as discussed in a lot of uh, her recent vids, Scotty Barnes has not been the most efficient. He struggled really getting to the rim. He hasn't taken a massive jump in his second year. And in fact, his points per game are down. His efficiency is a little bit down. So Scotty Barnes is disappointed. Some uh, Raptors fans, as a lot of people, especially with all the talk this summer about how the Raptors wouldn't trade him for Kevin Durant, people were hoping he's going to take a massive step up. Now, on this channel, I've discussed Scotty Barnes is still an amazing playmaker. He shows so much potential. And he's still been really good. Like, the, the defense has been focusing on him. They've been locked in on him more so. And I think he's been doing a solid job. 
this year, even though some moments have been a little bit ugly. The injuries are a little bit concerning. And people are going at me yesterday for blaming Scotty for choking or something. I literally raved the entire video about him being a beast. So however you guys want to want to take that, I don't I don't care. But uh Jack Armstrong explicitly uh called out a lot of these Scotty Burns haters in his uh post-game wrap-up on the Raptors YouTube channel that they have and had a lot of things to say about uh, about Scotty Barnes. And he was roasted people for saying that uh, people have expectations for him to be a Hall of Famer in his second year. That people are focusing on, uh, you know, there's teams now that he's the rookie of the year. You know, people are locking in on him a lot differently this season. So it makes sense as points per game are a little bit down. And he made a very interesting comparison to uh, Scotty Barnes to Tracy McGrady, who himself, Tracy, had a Hall of Fame career. Jack Armstrong explicitly brought him up because he got to watch him in his younger seasons in Toronto. But Tracy's a guy that legit, you know, as soon as he left Toronto, like after his following, you know, his first couple seasons exploded onto the scene. And he sees a lot of parallels in terms of those two guys. Once that light turns on, he says, Scotty Bards, even though they don't play like a similar style to Tracy McGrady, the, the growth trajectory sees a lot of similarities. And Scotty Brown's already has a few of those lights turned on in his rookie season before Tracy's already seen it happen. So people just need to take their time with the, the potential that Scotty Barnes can provide. He wasn't uh, willing to say that Scotty Barnes could be guaranteed a Hall of Fame player, but he absolutely loves what he brings to the table. So, you know, I respect Jack Armstrong for coming out, making a passionate take, calling out people that are hating on Scotty Barnes because... He, even though, you know, the the ugly mess at the end of last game, even though the stats are too, too hot right now, he's you could see the growth in his game even this season. I think things will only continue to get better as the season goes along. So shout out to Jack Armstrong for uh, speaking out on our boy, Scotty Barnes. But uh, we got more stuff to dive into. Another one of our guys, Kyle Lowry, has been making history down there with the Miami Heat. And uh, he put himself in a very uh, select group uh, over this uh, this weekend due to his performance last night. And Kyle Lowry is uh, one of five players, five players, yes, that uh, has recorded a triple-double in 13-plus seasons. And that's LeBron James, Jason Kidd, Russell Westbrook, Magic Johnson, and now Kyle Lowry. That's a pretty nice list to assert yourself in with. That's coming from Statmuse as well. And shout-out to Kyle, man. Because obviously he received a lot of flack, a lot of criticism for his uh, performance in the playoffs, playing injured. Had a couple bad games to start off the season and people were really gunning for his head. And last night, the recent weeks, I picked him up in fantasy and stuff. He has been an absolute monster for that Miami Heat squad. Like, look at what, or I don't know the stats he put up. Uh, it was, he put up a triple-double, like 20 plus points per game, 11 rebounds, something like double-digit assists. He's just coming out and get W's. And even though the Miami Heat are losing, it's not due to Kyle Lowry's performance. So I love him, uh, you know, breaking into these weird, obscure stats. But anytime we compare the Raptors' growth to some of the NBA's growths, goats, growths, <laughs> it's, a, it's a positive thing. But the final thing we're discussing in this video is Trey Young beefing with a Toronto Raptor. He talks, uh, he talked about his bench taunt to the Raptors following last game. Now, a lot of people were trash and bagging on Trey Young about, uh, celebrating very hard for a Hawks win over the Toronto Raptors in a game where the Raptors essentially didn't have half their roster. And Trey is known for taunting. I I love it. Even though it sucks when it's going against your team, you're frustrated at the time. I love it when the Joel Beats, the Trey Youngs of the world get a little bit cocky, right? Get their games going, especially if off the court, they're pretty chill and stuff. But uh, you know, in the game, the heat of the moment, they're getting the, the drama hyped up. But Trey Young, 
pushed the drama a little bit more on Twitter last night as uh, he came out and essentially responded to a tweet. Someone was saying Trey Young is hilarious for waving at the Raptors bench uh, like that after AJ Griffin uh, had the buzzer beater. He responded, it wasn't to the whole bench. It was to one guy and he know who he is. So uh, he says it's all a part of it. So apparently there's one dude that's on the Raptors bench as well. So it can't be, you know, Scotty. It can't be who is the Fred Van Vliet. It can't be Thaddeus Young. It can't be Christian Coloco. It can't be who is the other Raptor on the court at the end of that game. Uh, my mind may, uh, we'll pick that up at some point. But if I had to make my guesses, if I had to make my, uh, my opinion, I think it might be Malachi Flynn. Because they're the same size. Malachi Flynn seems quietly like a like a smack talker or something like that. He's always going at the Atlanta Hawks. He had a big game of himself that night, so maybe he's one of our injured dudes, but Trey Young is out here beefing with one of our uh, one of our guys. I love to see him, especially where the Raptors came out. It wouldn't have been OG and OB either because he was on the court. So, you know, my guess is Malachi Flynn. That's a huge guess. I'm, I'm not reporting that or anything like that, but it's, a, it's fun to see uh, Raptors bench players beefing with a star like that. But folks, you guys are the best to rate this far. Check out, uh, subscribe to the channel. It helps us out big time. The Instagram's back popping. Apologize if I sound horrible on this podcast because my voice and stuff, but you guys are the best. I'm signing out. Cheers.